Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the very first episode of the Horror Homies Podcast. I'm your host, Big Dog Rob. And I'm your second host, John Without an H. Your second host. Because I'm number fucking one! Let's go! Uh, yeah. yeah. Today we're discussing Halloween 1978. Awesome. A classic. Uh, known for kind of sparking... That little slasher subgenre within horror. Um, yeah, I guess just starting off, John Without Nature, what do you think of this movie? It's a really good movie, and probably one of my favorite slashers. One of my favorite horror movies, in fact. And it's just probably changed horror. Probably. Probably, huh? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. You know, like, we, I, I mean, probably, we probably wouldn't have Jason or, like, Freddy or, like, fucking Hannibal Lecter, even, you, you know, if we're going that far, we probably wouldn't have those amazing fucking slasher movies if it wasn't for Halloween 1978. And, uh, yeah, but for the most part, I probably agree with what you said. Um, yeah, uh, it's good. I think it's definitely aged a little bit. Um, there's some things wrong with it. It's not perfect. But other than that, this is definitely one that you can, like, sit down. You can you can enjoy it and watch it over and over again. Uh, it's not one that's gonna, like, be life-changing or anything. It's just for, kind of, for enjoyment. And even some of the, uh, I, I don't want to say the enjoyment aspects are aged a little bit, but some of the, like, horror aspects are a little bit aged. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's one that you can sit down, you can watch, uh, you know, you've all heard this before. Pretty sure you've all seen the movie before. Um... It, it's, you know, it, it never gets old, is what I'm getting at. Um, it's it's a classic. That's that's all I can say. Um, yeah, that brings us to the next question. What did you rate the movie out of 10, 5, 100? I don't fucking care. What did you rate the movie out of whatever, John Without an H? I think whenever I first watched it, I rated it an 8. So, that... It's probably the same. If I, I mean, but has it, it has it been a while since you watched it? I think so. All right, yeah, that that's fair. Uh, even even to this day, I I probably give it an eight out of ten. Like I said, it's not perfect by any means. There are definitely better slashers. Um, I'd say there's even maybe not better, but more intense movies within the franchise itself. Um, so, I mean, yeah, this. Again, it's aged a little bit. I'd say 8 out of 10 is a great rating for it, though. Because, you know, giving anything an 8 out of 10 is just a good rating. So, um, 8 out of 10 it is. Is that what we're going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to read the next question? Yes, read the next fucking question. (laughs) Stupid. Was it objectively good? Yes. (laughs) It was objectively good, uh... I think you can't really think about was it objectively good with a movie like this. 
by today's standards. Because, like, say you're watching, like, 12 Angry Men or something. An old, again, like, it's an older movie. Older than Halloween, even. That's a movie that, like, it never gets old. By any means. But with something that's literally about a guy running around killing people. Especially whenever you have, like, 20 other movies within the franchise itself. And, um, you also have just a bunch of better, like, I don't want to say better attempts at slasher movies, but, like, more modern attempts at them. Um, so, when you're thinking about, is it objectively good for something like Halloween, I think you you have to kind of place yourself in the shoes of, what if I was watching this back then? You know, what did I have other than Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Black Christmas, Psycho, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, whatever it might be. You kind of have to place yourself in those shoes a little bit. Um, you got any input on that? Uh, yeah, it was objectively good because it was like, it made a lot of money. and I mean, yeah. I, I don't think money determines... T- whether something's objectively good or not. And honestly, I, I don't even yeah. know. I, I can't really speak for how much money it made at the box office or anything. You know, I didn't do too much research on this one. Uh, I, I feel like mostly because it's something that pretty much everybody has seen. I, I like I can't think of anyone, like, anyone I genuinely talk to uh, and know personally that like hasn't seen the movie. Or at least hasn't seen, like, little bits and clips of it. It's like, it's one of those movies that's like a Christmas story or something. You know, even if you've never sat down and watched the full movie, which I don't think I have. You know, you've seen bits and clips, and you've you've been able to piece it together at some point, you know. Because this is one that they play, again, like, let me use a Christmas story as an example... They play that every year during Christmas on pretty much every channel you can think of. They do the same thing with Halloween. You know, uh, pretty much every channel you can think of that allows R-rated movies on it, they're playing Halloween on Halloween. You know, I know last year, or not not just last year, but every year really, they have like Halloween marathons and stuff. You can sit down and watch all the Halloween movies if you want. So, uh... Yeah, it's, um, what was the fucking question again? Shit. How, was it objectively good? And how did I get, like, on that topic? Like, what did you say that made me get on that topic of, uh... I said because it made a lot of money, and... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's what got me. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Point in case, I don't think the money makes it a good movie. You know, like, fucking Thor 4 made a lot of money, and nobody liked that, really. Let's be honest here. Fucking nobody liked that. Especially after the masterpiece that was Thor Ragnarok. So, I think, point in case, money doesn't make a movie good. Let's just... But, uh, yeah, the next question. I think we kind of went over this already. How has it aged in your eyes? And I guess 
uh, since we've kind of went over that already, let's just go over the effects a little bit. Um, I think this I'm not really using as an opportunity to talk about the effects in this movie as much. I, I just want to kind of bring up the like like how the effects in this franchise have aged because when it comes to the 1978 one, again, like it, it was 1978. Not only was this a low budget movie. But it was, um, uh, how do I word this? It was, uh, it was kind of more, I don't want to say badly designed, but it was more on the creative side in terms of effects. You know, you have the typical, like, things we see all the time nowadays, like bag over the head for a kill, you know, uh, the, the head tilt that you do before you kill someone, whatever, whatever it may be you have those typical effects to kind of add to the suspense and the scariness and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I think I think most definitely the effects have aged a little bit. But again, I think you know what I, I think you know where I'm going with this. I, I just want to bring up the fucking that the Halloween kills where you know because even in the sequels of this movie we've seen better effects. Halloween Kills is a great example, only because I want to talk about that beginning scene with all the firemen and whatnot. You know, where the one that they basically they hired real firemen. They uh, these dudes fucking stood in front of a burning building for about an hour and a half, which didn't give them a lot of time to film. So you know, I, I appreciate the fact that it was all practical, and um, yeah. That they literally filmed that whole beginning scene of Halloween Kills in front of a burning building. All practical. Michael Myers fucking killed like 20 firemen or something. So, um, yeah. And any input on the effects, John, without an H? Uh, not really. They just, like, it was good with the kills okay. and stuff. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, get, since you bring up the kills, I guess, what was your personal favorite kill slash, like, scare in the movie? Like, suspense-filled moment, whatever it may be. What was your personal um, favorite? Probably the one with Annie. Hey, why? Come on. It's okay. Don't be shy. Tell us. Because it's the only one I remember. It's not because of her ass, now, was it? No. See, for me, it's the one with Annie. But it's it's because of her ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, this chick, she started the whole fucking stepsister in the washer thing. And man, she was, she was bad back in the day. Bitch is probably a gilf now. Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. But, uh, yeah... Not really too much to speak about in terms of, like, kills, in terms of, uh, gore, scares, whatever. I, I think one that comes to mind is at, really, like, towards the end, whenever Lori is walking towards the house, and, you know, uh, kind of like the, the whole suspense buildup behind it, you're, you're both internally and externally screaming, don't go in the house. Don't go in the house. 
No, no, please stop. Don't don't get any closer. Don't go in the house, you know. Uh, and then probably the other one that comes to mind is that whole, like, inside of Lori's house where um, just that whole final act with uh, Dr. Loomis coming in and, you know, fucking... You know, obviously, we all know the sequel. I shot him six times! I shot him six times! So, uh, yeah, that was... That was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, um... Anything you want to add on that? Nope. I think we're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're good, huh? Buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Man. Man, this is... This is my podcast. Yeah, that's right. Fucking number two host. That's because I'm number one. Alright, um... In all seriousness, though, uh... Next question, I guess... What were some of your... Uh... Or, I'm sorry, no. What are some facts you might know about the movie? I don't know any facts about this movie. None. No. You don't want to share any? Uh... I know this one. Like... What one? Like, damn! Apparently... Like... Lori, I think her name was. What, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, that one, yeah. Okay. Was the mother of... Uh, Marion Crane, like the actor Marion Crane. I think you got it. I think you got it backwards. Oh, daughter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. So for those of you who don't yeah. know, Jamie Lee Curtis is actually the daughter of Marion Crane's actor from Psycho. So that's to me that's amazing. Uh, cause you know. It's a huge coincidence that not only is it a huge coincidence that they both went on to star in their own like slasher movies, but also they're both just great actors. Jamie Lee Curtis has continued to provide great performances throughout the decades, and uh, I, I think while while the newer trilogy hasn't really gotten as much critical acclaim. As the original Halloween did, I think probably one of the highlights of that newer trilogy is Jamie Lee Curtis's performances, just because of how how well she embodies that role of like fucking psychotic old woman, you know. Uh, yeah. I guess just to add on to the fun facts, um, this movie, like most movies, was shot out of sequence. As in, like, they didn't film it in the order that you watch the events in the movie. So, just to uh, kind of uh, give Jamie Lee Curtis a, um, like, a reference. John Carpenter, the director of the movie, gave her, like, a scare meter, I guess you could call it. To uh, show her how scared she should act in each scene. I, I guess... I don't know, you know, he probably just told her 8 out of 10 scary nurse or some shit, you know. But uh, regardless, I think Jamie Lee Curtis's performance 
along with the uh, Michael Myers actor performance. I think that's definitely the highlight of the movie right there. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is a, a wonderful actor, a wonderful person. Um, yeah. I guess also, since we're talking about fun facts, apparently the movie was inspired, I don't want to say like, based on a true story, but it was in, it was inspired by a real kid that John Carpenter had seen and made eye contact with. Nothing other than that inside of like a psychiatry place or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, basically John Carpenter kind of described it as what we hear in the movie. This kid having the blackest eyes, the most evil eyes, and I guess John Carpenter kind of made con like eye contact with this kid and managed to uh, get the idea for Halloween. So let's go, little fucker in the institute, you know? Um, yeah. Read the next damn question. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can't even find it. <laughs> Basically, if it has any sequels or a remake, what do you think of that? Um, I like the sequels. They're pretty good. Um, yeah, because I know you haven't really seen all of the sequels. No. I've seen every single Halloween movie out there because I'm just a fucking... Dirty fuck like that. So, um... <laughs> yeah, more of just me talking. Uh, obviously, you know, so far we've just talked about Halloween. Halloween 2, in my opinion, it's like... That one is pretty good. You know, I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about every single fucking Halloween sequel. Uh, there's a couple that I do want to mention. I'm not gonna take too much time on each one. But in total, this is going to be a decently long segment. That being said, Halloween 2, uh, definitely one of the better ones. Probably the best one, at least objectively. Um, if if we're, like, excluding... Let's exclude the newer trilogy for now. Let's talk about each, like, timeline, because, you know, everything has to have timelines nowadays. And Halloween has, like, five of them or some shit. So let's let's go over that. That being said, Halloween two is uh Halloween two is a treat. You know, it's it's it takes it takes place right after the first one ends, literally right after. Uh, as in, whenever Loomis fires six shots into Michael Myers, that's the whole six times. Oh man, fucking Donald Pleasance was such an amazing actor. In that second one. I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably the best fucking scene in any Halloween movie, baby. Uh, yeah. That's Halloween 2. The best Halloween sequel. Because, obviously... Going forward from that, we have Halloween 3. Because, for those of you who don't know... The franchise in itself was meant to be an anthology... But because the first one did so well, everyone was kind of like, oh, we want to see an end to Michael Myers. But because John Carpenter listened 
and gave everyone their end to Michael Myers, that meant we would never get the anthology series that it was meant to be. So yeah, that's fucking fun, I guess. Oh man, oh my god, yeah. Basically, just the fact that the second movie was made and also did so damn well meant that Halloween 3 would inevitably inevitably do terrible. Why? Because this is the one that's known for not at all having Michael Myers in it. I mean, I, I don't think you've even seen Halloween 3. No, I don't think I have. Yeah. Uh, you know, all, all the reruns they do, I, I mentioned earlier, all the reruns they do of it, like, during Halloween season, and like, during October and all that, when I, when they play all the movies back-to-back, you know, they don't include Halloween 3 in that most channels that you'll flip to. Um, Halloween 3, again, it's just... It's known for being one of them ones that's, like... It's, it's, it's bad. Let's just say that. Let's put it that way. It's bad. I, I, I would have liked if it went more of, like, an anthology route... As much as I think Michael Myers is a total fucking badass, um, I, I feel like we could have gotten some great-ass movies out of the anthology route. Uh, like, imagine, like, Halloween, but it's, like, a Conjuring movie or a fucking Amityville movie or whatever the hell, you know? Um, the next one I want to talk about is... We're going to skip Halloween 4 and 5. Those are the exact same fucking movie. There's no difference between the two. But the ne- ne- next one I want to talk about is uh, Halloween 6. Why? Because this is that one with Paul fucking Rudd. Yeah. Fucking Ant-Man himself. This is that one with Ant-Man. So, um... You, you want to take the pleasure of saying and telling the audience what I came up with yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. You sound so fucking awkward. Uh, okay. I'll say it. He... He said a good ending to it would just... Would just him turn small and, like, go inside of Michael Myers and, like, turn big. Poof! Yeah. Y- y'all already know, because, like, fucking, fucking everyone was saying that whenever Endgame was about to come out. Everyone was saying, why not just, like, Ant-Man crawl up inside of Thanos, and then poof, Thanos is going to fucking explode into a, a, a bunch of tiny bits. Well, guess what? Paul Rudd is in Halloween 6. Halloween 6 could have been Halloween Ends. If only we got the well-desired Halloween and Marvel crossover with Michael Myers and Paul Rudd. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I, so many fucking Paul Rudds in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oh my god. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the only input I have for Halloween 6. Um, next up, I, I, I just wanna, I guess I'll give the uh, Halloween H2O and Resurrection, a quick mention. Again, kind of like Halloween 4 and six, or four and 5, we kind of lump those together 
as Halloween fans. Those are kind of lumped together. Those are kind of uh, ignored a little bit. Why? Because they're fucking garbage. Nobody wants to watch Paranormal Activity with Michael fucking Myers. We want to watch Michael fucking Myers. So, uh, yeah. Halloween H2O and Halloween Resurrection. Probably the highlight is Jamie Lee Curtis's performance, but she has given better performances in not only the original, but the newer trilogy. And that brings me to the newer trilogy. These are some of the best new, like, slasher movies of all time. Let's just get it out of the way there. I, I, I like Scream 5. I like Scream 6. I like X. I like Pearl. Whatever it may be. The Blackening. That's one that just came out that I really liked. But, man. Um... The new trilogy of Halloween movies is such, like, a pleasant surprise. Because, let's be honest, I don't think... Like, whenever Halloween 2018 came out, I think pretty much everyone was shocked. Like, that's the last movie we was expecting this year, was Halloween. But, again... So, yeah. I mean, what, that was like the Meg era... That was the Halloween 20... You know, we had the Meg Halloween 2018. I think we had the Predator. Not Predator. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think it was... Well, no, no, no. It was the Predator. Not Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Don't get it confused. It's just the Predator. Yeah. Um, And then in between that... Or, I'm sorry. After that, we had... uh. Halloween Kills, in my opinion, very underrated. Uh, what do you What do you think about Halloween Kills, John? Without an H, um, I don't really remember a lot from it, but I thought it was pretty good. All right, it definitely the more graphic one. Yeah, it uh, was kind of it kind of lines up with Halloween and then Halloween Two, in the idea that Halloween twenty eighteen. More about the plot, more about Michael Myers, uh, more about the suspense aspects, the horror aspects, and then Halloween Kills comes in. No, fuck that. We're focusing on Michael Myers himself, and we are going to give you fucking kills after kills after kills. Obviously, this is the one that's known for evil dies tonight, evil dies tonight. And everything but evil died. Yeah, everything but evil died that night, y'all. Fucking Tommy Doyle, a.k.a. Paul Rudd, died. Uh, I'm kidding. Paul Rudd wasn't in those movies, but the character that Paul Rudd played in Halloween 6 was Tommy Doyle, the little boy that Lori babysat in the first movie. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, the latest slash last installment, Halloween Ends... Except not really, because we all know there's going to be more fucking Halloween. Let's be honest, they're going to reboot it with a TV show, or a fucking, another remake, or whatever the hell, in like 20 years. They did that same exact thing with It. And now they're milking the fuck out of that too, because they're coming out with like an HBO show in 2024, called Welcome to Dairy. And even next year, like, we all thought... Friday the Thirteenth was over. We all thought that, that we all thought that was never coming back. We got a Jason show coming next year. I'm not entirely sure what it's about, but I think it's like the origin of Jason, how he drowned in the lake and all that. Not sure how they're, they're going to incorporate like 
horror elements into that. Like, are they going to turn turn them into like Michael Myers kind of psych psychiatry like kind of shit? Turn turn them into a little fuck? Maybe maybe there's a plot twist. Maybe the counselor is just not where they. It's not that they weren't watching him. Maybe they fucking drowned him themselves. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a plot twist. No idea where they're going with that. But if Friday the 13th, of all things, with all the legal trouble that's been through, can get a damn TV show in 2024, we're going to get Halloween back eventually. You know, that I don't think there's really any issues with the copyright um, other than the fact that fucking Warner, Brother, Warner Brothers own it, owns it. Sorry. Um, yeah. Any input, John, without age? About what? About Halloween ends. Any input? Um, well, I didn't finish it. So that's one of the sequels that I didn't watch. Mm. Is it? So, you mean to tell me you didn't see the part where they fucking just, I guess, knocked out Michael Myers and used that opportunity to shred his body? I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah, that was stupid to me. Like, the the last movie, you're gonna go all, the more he kills, the more powerful he gets. And then, this movie, you're gonna go, nah, let's just throw his body in a fucking shredder. Yeah, that'll work. I I don't get it. it. It was stupid to me. Uh, probably the worst way to end the franchise off. Which again, that's why it's coming back. It's not done yet. They still got some money that they can push. Like they still got some air that they can push out of this dying body. You know. People still give a fuck about Michael Myers, which means they ain't gonna stop anytime soon. Um. Again. Uh, I, I guess just bring up the Rob Zombie remakes real quick. Uh, that's another case, kind of like H2O and Resurrection, where it's like, people just kind of lump them together. They're known for kind of not really being Halloween movies. Why? Because they they can literally be anything they want to be. Rob Zombie just kind of made his own slasher movie and branded it as Halloween so that he could make a a quick few bucks on it. Which, I, I don't know. I think... I think they were okay. I liked the sequel to the remake more than I liked the remake. But, uh, I, I think they were okay. Any any input on the remakes? These I, are ones that I don't think you've seen. Is that correct? I think I saw... or uh, seen the first one. Alright. I don't think I've what, seen what did the you, second one. What did you think of the first one? Uh... Didn't he, like, kill his sister in the beginning? Or... Uh, he, he, he killed his sister in the beginning of the original. He did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. That question was random, so. And, um, I guess this kind of brings up, brings us into the next question. What effect did this movie have on you as a person? John without an H. Um. Or not not even just as a person, but in terms of your interests, uh, what, what effect did it have on you? 
Because I know this was one of your first horror movies, right? Yeah. But I guess it brought me more into horror and made me like it more. Yeah, that's that's fair. Kind of the same for me, almost. Uh, I, I was already a huge horror fan by the time I had, I had seen this, but honestly, I, I take huge horror fan as in, like, I, I hadn't seen Friday the 13th yet. I hadn't seen, like, fucking... Uh, whatever else it may be. You know, I, I hadn't really seen all the big stuff yet. Nightmare on Elm Street... Uh, I, I hadn't seen everything, is the point. I hadn't even seen Psycho by that time. And Psycho now is my favorite movie of all time. So, uh, yeah. Um. What, what, what do you think of that? It's, you know, like, for, for you, it was kind of something that introduced you to the horror genre. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think we kind of got that out of the way. Because, you know, for me... Again, like, I had seen horror movies. I considered myself a horror fan. Uh, the horror movies I had seen consisted of, like, Child's Play, Scream, and fucking It. That's that's about it for me. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I had seen horror movies. But, um... I guess I wasn't as big on them as I am now. So, uh, yeah. That, well, kind of done with that. Let's... Move on to the next question. What effect do you think it had on the genre? And uh, I, I think we've kind of went over this, but just give it a small summary real quick. Would you like to do that for us, John? Without um, an H. What effect it had? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you want to compare it to some of the movies that came before it. Because uh, I know, like... 70s horror consists of, like, The Exorcist, uh, Black Christmas, The Town That Dreaded Sundown. There are so many great ones from the 70s. Um, Halloween, obviously. I think a lot of things after Halloween had a, had a major influence from that. So just, in your opinion, what do you think? This cha Did this change the genre for the better, for the worse? Why? It definitely changed it for the better. Um... I don't know. It's just like... Damn! Give me some attitude, huh? <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. Before. Like, damn! Okay. Uh, yeah, um... In all seriousness, though... Uh... Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, there's some better movies, for sure. There's better movies nowadays. There's better movies from before that. Halloween, it's one of my favorite slashers. By that, I mean, I like it more than probably A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and fucking Hellraiser, if you count that as a fucking movie. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's 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 one of the better slashers. Let's put it that way. It had some influence on the whole fucking like slasher craze of the eighties, and then that died down in the early nineties. And what brought that back? Scream, 
So I, I think it's safe to say that without this movie, Scream would have never existed. And therefore, the arguably better slasher movie would have never existed. Yeah, um, we got a couple questions left. Uh, these are kind of ones that I think we've kind of went over already in some variety. But uh, this one, this next one is, what is it that inspired this? Again, I kind of went over that in the fun facts. Obviously, John Carpenter was doing like a tour of a real life, like, psychological place like a psychological prison or whatever the hell and he he basically had a fucking staring contest with this one kid and he described it as what we hear in the movie that the, the kid had the blackest eyes whatnot evil eyes whatever um did it inspire anything else again we've kind of went over this already this is like like it's like i just said like we probably wouldn't have gotten scream without this so, I, I mean, yeah. Uh, the next one is, what are some things it's similar to? Uh, let's, let's think, like, before it. I guess it, it probably takes some inspiration from, like, Psycho, Texas Chainsaw, um, Black Christmas for sure. Um, yeah, what do you, what do you think? Do you have input on that? Um, yeah, it... It was basically inspired by, like, a lot of old slasher movies. I mean, really, there were a lot of slasher movies before this. There wasn't. Uh, Again, this was kind of what kicked off that slasher craze. Um, This probably took more more than anything. I'd say this took inspiration from Black Christmas. Um, That and Psycho. I mean... You know, all all the theories that Sam Loomis from Psycho is the same Sam Loomis from Halloween. I believe him. It's not that far-fetched, honestly. Especially whenever you take into account the fact that this movie was based on John Carpenter running into, like, a fucking random kid with black eyes or whatever. You know, I guess, what have we taken away from that? Black is bad, people. Black is bad. Um... I'm kidding, don't cancel me. But, uh, yeah. Last one. If you had seen it in theaters, would it have affected your experience at all? Like, would you have liked it more? Would you have liked it less? Would you have liked it more on rewatch? Probably would have liked it more, because it's louder. You can see it better. It's bigger on the screen. Uh, Uh, yeah, I guess... I'll take this opportunity to kind of share. This is probably the coolest experience I've ever had watching a horror movie is I watched this movie once on Halloween, right? I watched Halloween on Halloween. That's not the crazy part. I watched it in my school auditorium with all the lights out by myself after school was already over at that point. So in in short, I... um. I had a pretty cool experience watching this on rewatch last year. And obviously, October's coming pretty close, honestly. It's already August. We got... No nut... No, 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 no. No nut is after October. Thank God. Um, what's what's next? I don't even fucking know. I'm stupid. September. 
September. We got. After you're right. We got fucking September next. You're a lifesaver. I mean, after mm-hmm. August. So yeah, we got September and then October. Uh, yeah, we're, we're two months away. Two months away. I mean, we're still in July. It don't matter. But uh, yeah. In short, we got, we got like three months. Three months total until October again. So. I guess we just gotta wait it out. Fuck it. Um. Yeah. That's that's pretty much everything. I didn't I didn't really think of an outro. You know the intro was all planned. So um yeah. Shit. Uh you guys can catch episodes of this podcast probably weekly um unless there's a fault in our schedule or an object in our way that we got to go hunt down the cut TM for. So, um, yeah, uh, please, please leave recommendations for episodes you guys want to see. Uh, I won't just cover movies and review them. I can also do, like, evolution of props or, like, evolution of final girls in horror movies. I can do pretty much whatever, like, requests you guys send in. And I'm not just doing movies for reviews either. If you guys want to see some Halloween comics, I know... We just talked about all the Halloween shit, basically, but if you guys want to see some Halloween comics or just horror comics in general, you know, I can do a whole podcast episode on that. Um, yeah, this is going to be a probably weekly podcast. I'm not sure what you guys are listening on. You know, I, I don't know if you're listening to this on a podcast app, if you're, if you're listening to this on Spotify, whatever you may be listening to this on, but, um... Just thank you guys all for tuning in. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's fucking it. How do yeah, I end it? That's it. Do I just like? I can I, I just press the button I or? Think we just say bye. Oh yeah, yeah. Just we did that three times. But what do I just press the button or like? Should we give them? Uh, like, what's your favorite scary movie? And I I, I don't know. Like, man. Uh, Bye, Dave. Thanks for watching. <laughs> if there's someone named Dave watching this, he'd probably just shit him pants, bro. <laughs> bro. All right, uh, nah. Okay, yeah. That's that's it. Peace out.